Welcome to Smarket Sites, brought to you by Cowley Associates, a sales-first marketing and advertising agency in Syracuse, New York, that has been helping clients sell more better since 1975. Great energy. Well, thanks, Chris. Smarket Sites is a weekly blog and podcast series that discusses the latest industry happenings in marketing, advertising, and sales. We'll uncover the deeper meaning behind the headlines and analyze what it means for real companies in their marketing, advertising, and sales efforts. Guys, welcome to episode two. I'm your co-host, Zach. I think you're the host. You're well, the host, I'm Zach. probably the host, and you're probably my co-host. I am the co-host. Alongside, oh, Chris. Yes, alongside me is Chris Maxavity. Uh, Chris is our web developer here at Cowley Associates. We're back. We're doing a second one. Yeah, we didn't get off the air yet. <laughs> All right. We're actually in the iTunes store now. You can search Market Sites, and you can find it. You can subscribe and get these. We're going to try to do them every week, Thursdays. Yeah, so th- this has been great so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, two in now. Yep. So for today's episode, Chris, I kind of want to cover uh, some more things about content marketing. Okay. I want to take a look at Caitlyn Jenner uh, because Everybody's talking why about not? It. I want to take a look at product placement, uh, especially in the movie Entourage that just came out. Okay. And then uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about Facebook and kind of their video platform. Gotcha. So this is sort of, I would say the first one was very tech heavy. This one's going to be content heavy, you think? Yeah. So last week we talked a lot about tech and, uh, you know, some different softwares and apps. And I think today will be, you know, really about content. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, the first thing that I I found interesting, uh, it was an article in Forbes and it, you know, explained, you know, a little bit more about content marketing and, you know, the rise of how-to videos. Okay. And so, you know, a how-to video is basically like, you know, how to write a blog. You know, it's hard to figure out what well let's take a step back like why do people need content like what is why do people need content it's a good point you know people produce content for all kinds of reasons uh, mostly for the website seo value but Mm -hmm. also you know kind of to establish themselves as a thought leader thought leader that's kind of what we're trying to do here this is another piece of content we're producing it we're we're sending it out um for the amount of stuff we can fit in i mean this is just a great use of our time to produce content for you guys yeah, and content marketing has been—it's uh, been around for you know for forever, but people haven't called it content marketing until you know just a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, but you know, people uh, really are taking a liking to this, and that's where some of their marketing dollars are being spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, in particular, people are creating more and more how-to videos. Well, because it's hard to figure out what type of content you're going to produce, right? And yeah. I think. Uh, just an easy one to do is how-to videos, and they're helpful because people search them. People need exactly. to know how to do everything. Exactly. You know, in, in I just be- got the house. I needed a how-to video on basically everything that I had to do in there. Right, and the best part about a how-to video is it's you know what's called evergreen. You know, it, it lasts for almost almost forever. You yeah, know, you're because, not kidding. Because you know you could write a blog post, you know, or record a video three years, you know, three years ago. On you know how to install floors, especially for you oh, in your yeah. house, and you know that's Believe still me, I relevant saw some. now. <laughs> I searched yeah. them, and they were still coming up with like ones from like 2002. <laughs> like with yeah, this it, crazy production value. It's still relevant. It is. I mean, pe- people you know talk about doing real time marketing and you know you know being in uh, in the moment, mm-hmm. which is important. And, you oh, know, sure. don't get me wrong, but how to videos have just kind of taken you know taken off. You know, mm-hmm. they've always been there. People have always done it. But now, you know, people are really seeing the value that they stick around. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'd, I'd say one of the first pieces of content anybody should do is a how-to about what their business is. 
You know? Exactly. You know, you're an accounting firm. You know how to file a tax. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's a given. We're we're a marketing firm. You know, so you know how to write a marketing plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we have that blog post out yep. there. I think uh, we've written some on how to write a blog, um, how to find stock stock photos. We found yep. we've done we've done those kinds of things. Yeah, it's a good way to you know teach teach people, show you're a thought leader, and get views. Yeah, and content marketing especially is to kind of drive traffic to your website mostly, and you know establish that thought leadership authority. Um, but really, it's about helping people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, subliminally, you want to, you know, promote yourself, right. uh, obviously, because that's why you're spending money on doing it. Sure. But really, it's there to help people. And I think, um, you know, how-to videos are a great piece for that. Sure, definitely. So if you have any questions about content marketing or how to make your own how-tos, uh, just make sure you check out the blog that's associated with our podcast up on uh, cowleyweb.com. And uh, it's got some more information there for you. Yeah, and it'd be cool if, you know, we get some comments and, you know, we're just trying to build this thing. It's yeah, our second but, episode. We don't, we don't expect a million viewers right now, but, uh, or listeners. And you know what? A lot of people struggle with content marketing. It's uh, tough. A lot of, especially a lot of B2B companies, just because they don't know exactly what it is or what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, definitely have to kind of look out for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, once you put the content out, it's tough to get people to view it. Um, so that's that's why I, I, I do agree with how-to videos are right on the nose because people are going to search for it. Yeah, and even how to set up you know your own content marketing strategy, I think people just really haven't figured out 100% yet. Right. So now I kind of want to move into uh, the hottest topic of the week. Of it course. is the hot topic. It's Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may formally know her as Bruce Jenner, the gold medalist, Olympian, reality TV star. Sure. Uh, you know, related to the Kardashians. Uh, he's been going under, or she, I should say, has been going under that gender transformation. Mm-hmm. It was. It's, it's interesting to listen and see who, who calls it, who calls her he, and who calls her she. It's like it, yeah. it's an interesting thing. I, I think the politically correct thing is a she. Yeah. Oh, definitely. She now. That's the that's the politically correct one for right. sure. And so Caitlyn, she finished her gender transformation uh, just this week, and I mean, yeah, she's been doing it for quite a while, and now it, I believe it's she, finally. Yeah, she ramped up the surgery. She's got like throat right, and I, I believe it's all finally done. Uh, but what's interesting for me, at least, is how uh, she kind of announced it. Yeah, and so the rollout was quite impressive. Right, I'd the, have to say the rollout. You know, obviously, it's. A I don't even know the stuff. numbers on that Diane Sawyer interview. Yeah, I, I'm not sure the numbers. But either. I think it was really big for her. Yeah, that that, um, and now this Vanity Fair cover. Oh yeah. Um, but you know what I find besides. Uh, how great of a publicity stunt this was for Caitlyn and how well-crafted it was is uh, Vanity Fair and how they have attached themselves to this. Oh, sure. And I'm sure it was not cheap to mm-hmm. do to get this photo shoot for them. No. I know Caitlyn probably wanted to do it somewhere, but I'm sure that it was it was out for competition to bid on it. Oh, yeah. Um, but what was great was uh, if you've ever... Have you ever used the tool Topsy? Topsy, no. No, Topsy, it's like a... 
it's a Twitter tracking software, and it tells you how many times uh, people have mentioned something or used like a hashtag. So it's kind of like the top trending topics, but it gives you more in depth. Right. It, tell, it tells you actual numbers. Oh, I see. And so, oh, that's cool. Right. So I ran a little report, and over the past seven days, and I mean uh, the that Vanity Fair cover's only been out for you know three or four days, but mentions of Vanity Fair seems longer. Were a hundred has been mentioned over a hundred sixty four thousand times. Jeez. <laughs> and, and, I, and then I looked up like one of their competitors, like uh, People Magazine. Uh-huh. People Magazine only was mentioned twenty thousand times. Oh, definitely. So v- Vanity Fair just took such an opportunity and just latched themselves on it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm sure it wasn't cheap, but you know, look at how much coverage it's gotten them. Yeah, I mean that's their game too. But you can there's Vanity Fair, but there's also like the thousands of other sites on the on the web, like BuzzFeed and right. I even. I don't even know how I got on it, but New York Post, like I, I just got on New York Post and all of a sudden there's there's at least five stories about Caitlyn Jenner just because she's the hot topic and everybody's got to talk about her. Right. Hey, we're talking about her too. Right. And, and even her Twitter, um, you know, she broke President Obama's record, which she said a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, t- President Obama got <laughs> one million followers right. in just about five hours. Yeah, it's the the... The quickness of the followers. Right. She got up to a million in, in how long? It was just over four hours. Just over four hours. Right. She got a So she created a separate Twitter account. For, right. She, or her people probably did. So. Right. Right. And so her uh, Twitter profile picture is the Vanity Fair article. Oh, there you go. And yep. so you have over a million eyes on this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it, it, it's just amazing yeah. that Vanity Fair was able to attach to themselves to it. And so what I think for a lot of people, uh, you know, in the industry, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, Vanity Fair aside is they miss opportunities to kind of co-brand themselves mm-hmm. with other topics, events um, out in the market. Right. And I, I think people don't take enough advantage of that. Yep. And they don't, uh, they, they try to let opportunities come to them instead of seeking out those opportunities. Sure. So I think really, you know, people should be more astute to kind of, you know, looking for where they can attach themselves to something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a lot of local companies, it's about, you know, community events. Like what's happening. Yeah, like let's just take Syracuse. Like what is happening around Syracuse that you can latch on to. Right. So like, like Taste of Syracuse, that's something that's coming up this Huge. weekend. It's going to get a lot of buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can you attach yourself to that and continually get mentioned mm-hmm. with that? You know, AmeriCue is actually a good one. They They... Right. Are in every one of these events that that uh, that goes on in Syracuse, so you're going to see an Americu, um you're going to see Americu tent, you're going to see Americu's, uh branding at that at that uh, at almost everything that goes on in Syracuse. Yeah, so you know, brand, companies are really you know taking uh, Americu is a great example. You know, they they really take advantage of that, but I think more people need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, even it doesn't even have to be events, um, right? You know, sometimes you got to take something controversial. Well, like, the thing is, like, you can't you can't plan what happened with Caitlyn Jenner. Like, it's one of those things that just blows up. It's like kind of like the dress, right? Like the dress, right. it just happens, and everybody talks about it. I when, I mean, it happened in the morning, and by the time I get to work, uh, everybody's asking me about the dress, <laughs> right? Right, and then all day long, people are talking about the dress. People who you never would think would even would. Uh, know about this know about it the same thing with caitlin like everybody knows about it everybody talks about it it's and if you can attach yourself to something that 
I, you know, for lack of a better term, viral, um, it's it's great for your brand. It's great for getting eyes on, on what you're doing. Yeah, because, I mean, not only are you reaching your own target audience, but you're exposing yourself to even more people. It's hard to do, right? It's got you got to be creative. You got to know when. You got to be in the know. You got to know what's coming. And uh, but, but I, if you do it, I mean, it's and you know the biggest challenge for some people is taking that risk. Yeah. Of attaching themselves. No, that's to a good something. point. Yeah, yeah, it's risky. It was. It's a risky thing to to get attached to. It. I mean, but, it's it's very politically correct, and everybody's you know in on the on the Caitlyn Jenner thing. But it's it is a risky thing. I I do see some. Um, niche groups um, going against Vanity Fair, saying you know don't let your kids see it, you know mm-hmm. you know uh, that whole wing of the um, of the public saying you know I don't want my kids seeing this and stuff like that. So I mean you know Vanity Fair could could have easily just gotten off this hype train, but but they got on and it's a big thing for them. You're right. Yeah, I mean just those Twitter numbers again, 164,000 mentions of Vanity Fair mm-hmm. compared to 20,000 for like a People magazine. For sure. So it, it's obviously going to work out for them. So I, I kind of want to move into kind of the big screen now. Uh, the movie Entourage is coming out this weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, you know, the show Entourage <laughs> it was on probably, what, like 10 years ago? Yeah, it was. I watched it. And it, it was a show. <laughs> you know, a, a lot of people liked it. I feel like a lot of people. Liked yeah, it. they did at the time. It was it was kind of the uh, the guy version of Sex and the City because Sex mm-hmm. and the City was on, and then and then Entourage was on, and on like I think they're both HBO, and uh, and it was just it, it was it was a really popular show for sure. I think it's you know it's the kind of the start of HBO was like right the start of you know now it's like Game of Thrones and like you know the big ones, but at the start it was you know Sex and the City and and Entourage. And, you know, the hype is, you know, they announced uh, the making of the Entourage movie. Uh, it had to be th- two, three, four years ago now. I mean, that thing's and, been in the works since the, the finale right. aired. Yeah, it, it, so people have been really, you know, hyped up about this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it remains to be seen how much money it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to make at the box office. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I recently, Predictions. Predictions. I, I think it'll do pretty well. You do. I, yeah. I'm, I'm in the opposite camp. I do not think it's going to do well. I think it's missed its time. But that's for another podcast, right? That's for a movie podcast yeah, we're coming maybe, out with? Yeah, maybe. Right? maybe. <laughs> Doing the movie podcast on Wednesdays. Yeah. But, you know, to to kind of get back there, I recently mm-hmm. read an article. in uh, It was Adweek. And uh, they were exploiting how much product placement was in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, product placement is one of those things that, um, you know, Companies kind of did in secret yeah. before, um, but now it's a pretty wide known fact that people are paying to get their products in there, and it, it's a pretty effective tool I feel like. And uh, you know, the movie Entourage has you know Apple products. It's got you know some secret, uh, never made to market GM car hmm. in it. Uh, Johnny Walker is one of their big uh, sponsors in there. Cool. Um, but uh, you know, for for other brands, you know, it kind of comes back to a little bit of the Caitlyn Jenner Vanity Fair situation, but it's, you know, especially consumer goods, you know, how can you get your product in front of, you know, other content? You know, mm-hmm. you, a, a lot of people can't afford to put their product in a oh, movie because yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's millions of dollars. Right. Um, but how can you put your product in front of, you know, you know the Syracuse sports team? You know, right. How can you get them to use your product? For sure. Um, you know, for a lot of B2B companies, how can you get someone with less social clout on the community to kind of use your service mm-hmm. and kind of publicly use it? Right. 
And, you know, that's another thing that brands miss a lot. Sure. You know, they don't align themselves with the right people Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, it's not sponsorship per se, but, you know, Tiger Woods and Gatorade and Nike, uh, you know, people, I think people really got scared uh, because, you know, Tiger Woods had such backlash Mm -hmm. and promotes negatively on, on the brands that sponsor them. Nike stuck with them, right? Nike stuck with them. Gatorade yeah. did drop them. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, people people are afraid. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think that... So I'm going to kind of hit you with this. How would a B2B company, uh, you know, use this sort of method? Right. So a B2B company, it's not the traditional product placement. Right. Because there's as really... You think. Most of the time, B2B is a service. Unless it's... Right. No, I mean, sometimes like a software could be a B2B right. thing, I guess. Right. But mostly it's like a service. Right. But it, it's really getting someone to use your service, mm-hmm. you know, that's big in the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a lot of people around the Syracuse area use Jim Beheim commercials. Uh-huh. And as oh, obnoxious yeah. that's as... true. <laughs> as obnoxious as they are. Right. Um, you know, and I'm not promoting, you know, using kind of like that big spokesperson kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But I think if you got someone of that status mm-hmm. to, you know, use your service and you don't have to pr- promote it publicly, right. but people see him right. using it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so it, that for B2B companies, it's really, really hard. Yeah, it's tough. It's not easy at all. Um, but it's something that, you know, if you have an opportunity to do, I think you should take it. Oh, definitely. Because um, product placement, it's going to get even bigger. Uh, you know, especially with this content marketing thing, and you know, people trying to hit their audiences in places that uh, they are, that they're you know naturally are, like the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are companies are going to jump on this, and it's it's going to get even bigger. A lot of movies sometimes can't even get made without product placement. <laughs> like product right. placement, it helps both both ways. Helps the, the studios too. What I see, did you ever see Kingsman? I never saw Kingsman. I see that's on my list to watch. Yeah, it's good. I, 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 you know, it's an interesting movie. But they, they uh, there's a scene where they sit down and they open up a thing, and there's just McDonald's. They just they ordered yeah. a big bunch of McDonald's. It's just sitting there. It's on the screen for at least twenty to twenty five, or it's on the screen for at least five minutes, and they're talking about it. I mean, I wanted McDonald's. Yeah, you know, for for Entourage, I mean, they. Uh, one of the big products in there is like the MacBooks. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. uh, you might not you might not see a MacBook commercial on TV, or you might not see the print ad, mm-hmm. um, but you're sure as hell gonna see it in uh, Ari Gold using it in the right. Entourage movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's nice. You knew Ari Gold. Yes. Yeah, anybody it. else? You know anybody else? Uh, Vince. Yep. Okay. All right. Who's the main guy? I, I don't know. I only, I only e? read the ad week article. So. Oh, okay. Well, you're close. But, you know, I mean, you know, in Ari Gold and, and Vince, you got the. Two guys. And there's E, and there's Turtle, Drama. Yeah, okay. And Sloan. You know, I wish Netflix would pick up HBO I know, HBO shows. stuff. I don't know if that'll ever happen. Yeah, I don't... I haven't used uh, HBO Now yet. I don't know if you can go back that far. I have HBO On Demand, and you can't get that far back. In yeah, I think uh, uh, Verizon uh, just gave me free HBO, actually, oh, well, for a while. Go. And I was trying to go back, and I think it only had like the last season yeah. on there for Entourage. But uh, no, I, you know, product placement—it's big. It's gonna get bigger, and people really need to jump on it. Cool. Uh, so now, our last topic. Yeah, moving into our last topic. It's Facebook video. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Facebook recently. Uh, 
uh, probably about six months be, to a year ago. Yeah, it's got it's about to be. So yeah. it's not too too recent, but they implemented autoplay video. The autoplay video, and almost everyone has a Facebook, so you've probably seen this. You know, mm-hmm. you're scrolling through your feed. There's a video there, and it just starts playing. Yep. You're so, like, why is there no sound? Well, you click it, and then you can actually watch the video. Right. And if you're on your phone, it kind of prompts you to keep your volume off mm-hmm. uh, because you don't know what these videos are going to play, especially right. from your friends. For sure. Uh, but brand, but companies have really kind of latched onto this. Isn't it funny how much different that is, right? So you see a video with a little with the little play symbol, yes. and it's just so tough. Like, I have to click this video, and then I have to wait for it to open, and then I have to watch. Like, it's funny in this age that that is just, that's just too much. It's one of the biggest uh, <laughs> first world problems. You know, I just can't wait that long. I can't click the play button. <laughs> you know, but you know, what's happening is there's people in Facebook that look at this and say, you know what, we're just going to autoplay this video, and people are going to watch this video. And, you know, it works. Because the thing starts right. starts going and it's interesting. You're gonna sit there and you're and you're probably gonna watch it a little bit. Yeah, it, you know the the numbers proved it. Uh, as soon as Facebook, uh, you know, did this autoplay video, the numbers shot up for how many uh, views that video's got. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I saw this article in Fortune uh, that kind of prompted this topic. That Facebook daily video views is now up to four billion. Wow, and YouTube is at five, about five billion a day. Oh, geez, so they're up there with YouTube, right? So what this means is, you know, people are going to look at their digital marketing dollars and you know their video dollars that they previously might have spent on YouTube and say, you know, maybe we should shift this over to Facebook, right? Um, and you know, it, it's interesting to think about it because. It, when you think about producing a content, you think about producing a video, you know, it's rarely thought of, of where it's going. You know, sometimes, sometimes it is, and that's the smart strategy. Where is it going? But if you're going to produce one for, for Facebook right now, well, you got to think, you know, I can't just start off with someone talking. Right. There's absolutely no way I can start off with someone talking. I have to start with something interesting that can be told without, without audio. You know, right. so you have to think about this at the beginning when you're actually planning the video. I mean, because those YouTube pre rolls, I mean, you've got that fifteen, to five, ten, fifteen seconds, right. or thirty seconds, however, mm-hmm. however long you lock mm-hmm. that in for, right? Um, to kind of tell the user whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But with these Facebook videos, uh, you can just kind of slide right past oh, yeah. that. Yeah, about if a second. You don't want to. <laughs> I mean, you might have less than a second. That's true. It's open with a very compelling image. Yeah, it, but you know, I, I've seen brands like. Uh, BuzzFeed do this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I've seen Nike ads on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, things that are very, very visual. Yeah, and kind of draw you in. Right. Uh, because you're you're right that no audio it, it's such a it's such a block it's such right. a workaround that you have to you have to figure out you have to be a little bit smarter mm-hmm. about how you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think a lot of uh, people aren't really on the video train yet. Right. You know, they haven't bought their ticket for that. Yeah. And it, it's a dicey situation. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, if you're going to produce video, you have to produce good video. I know. Uh, you can't sit in front of your webcam and, you know, record yourself talking. I mean. For sure. Who's going to watch that? Right. Uh, There's a time and a place for videos like that, I would say. Um, if they're, you know, obviously you can't do it that that low budget. But there is a time and place for, you know, an explaining video on maybe, you know, why 
your product or, or service is is good, but it's not something that you would shoot out as an ad. Like it's not right. something to get people. You already have these people, and 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 you want to provide them content. And you know, it's better. It's better than listing out a page of text, right? The text right. and image. Right. So, so you know, it's better than that. You're doing better than that. But to get people in and to to look at your stuff, uh, you're right. There's not a lot of people producing videos like that. Right. You, you know, do, doing the the webcam thing is kind of the the first level, mm-hmm. if, if you will. And then, but I mean, you, you you look at video equipment out in the world right now. Oh, you know, yeah. HD camcorder. You can get that for less than probably a hundred bucks. For sure. At, yep. At like get Best the whole Buy. pack, that and a mic. You know, you're hundred, two hundred bucks, and you're ready to go. <laughs> but right. not really. I mean, the, it's actually interesting how much really goes into it when you think when you you don't really think about it if you're not in on like what video production is but you know there's lighting there's editing i mean then you got to get into the into the software i mean you can do it all in iMovie sure uh or you know that stuff but you know people can tell people can tell the difference between a well-produced video and a and you know a poor poor video yeah people don't really uh take into account Mm post-production and also pre-production sure um as much as they think about you know what they're saying in the video yep and I, I think a lot of people, for if they want to start a video, you got to find someone who can actually talk. Yeah, I, know. I mean, isn't that the truth? Yeah, you know, a, a lot. You know, B two B companies, uh, the the person in your video, they don't have to be Kate Upton. No, you know, they don't they don't have to look. They don't have to be a smoke show. No, they but, don't. In fact, it's sometimes it's even better if they're not. Exactly, uh, but you you need someone who can actually articulate what you're saying. Oh yeah, and, makes uh, a big difference. And a lot of people are just not articulate. Right. It's sad to say, but mm-hmm. uh, some people just can't speak in front of a camera. Yeah, they just freeze up. And so, it, uh, you know, the smartest person on your in your company, they, they might be a great person for the knowledge for the video. But, you know, you, you can't always put that person in front of camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's like Paul uh, here <laughs> for us. Paul Cowley, he, he's an oh, absolute yeah. creative genius. Oh, sure. And I love him to death, but... You know, put him in front of a camera, it's over. <laughs> oh, is he going to listen to this? I, I hope so. <laughs> okay. I mean, he did, actually, he did a great job. He did a good on job on, on, on our about video. Yeah, but that took a lot of takes, a right. lot of takes. And, and if you think about, like, uh, I believe it's Moz uh, with Whiteboard Friday. Okay. I believe that's the company that does that. Okay. Um but they have someone, it's all one take. You mm-hmm. know, they, they've got someone 25 minutes, half an hour uh, doing a whiteboard video. Oh, sure. In one take. Yeah. And so you need someone who can think on their feet, uh, but also, you know, talk fluently mm-hmm. about what they're doing. It's an interesting little tangent we got on a video. We should do something about about video one time. Break these down into like a video podcast, how to do video. Oh, we should do a how-to video. There you go. Yeah, we could do a how-to video. Yeah, could, coming back to the our first topic, we could circle around or a how-to podcast. You know, we could we could do this into maybe one of these instead of talking about the news. We we do a little how-to. Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many different directions we could take this podcast for sure, and I, I think people would appreciate that. Yeah, I think so. Like, you know, people people out there are sometimes afraid to admit that they don't know. Right. And, you know, that's that's why those how-to things are so important. Because, mm-hmm. uh, really, if you're sitting at your computer or you're on your phone and you're searching how right. to do something, 
you're pretty much anonymous. Right. Uh, you know, you're not co- going out and admitting that you don't know how to do something. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which which is good for those you know how to pieces of content. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's bad for you know professional services companies mm-hmm. uh, because sometimes it people have to muster up the courage to ask for help. Yep. Even a how-to video just to start a podcast. Well, we we did this and uh, did this last week. It's hard as hell to get two mics into a computer <laughs> somehow. That was really tough. <laughs> you know, the USB mic, the regular mic, and then you know we put it onto SoundCloud and we submitted it to iTunes, and you know it's up there now. This is a podcast. Yeah, and that's actually how um, you know we found out how to actually do this podcast. Is I I literally searched. How to start a podcast? <laughs> right, I uh, because I had no clue. Yeah, you know we're we're a full service ad agency, but sometimes we don't know how to start a podcast. <laughs> sometimes we don't. Uh, but somebody out there did, and, yep. it, and it took you know fifteen twenty minutes of researching to find out, mm-hmm. and that's how easy it was. And I, actually, I think the article I read on how to make a podcast was like two years old. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, we circle back to that first topic of how to videos. Uh, you know. Obviously, it, it lasts a lifetime. Yep. Yep. So. Great. All right. This is a good podcast. Yeah, any, any other comments that you had for you um, know, today? You know, I don't want to keep it keep it too long. I like this, the snappiness of it. This is probably, what, about 30 minutes? Yeah, we're just at about 30 now. Yeah, I think we'll keep them, we'll keep them snappy. We'll keep them 30 minutes. Uh you know, I'll try to I'll try to think about some stuff for next week. But I think these were good topics. I think you know, my favorite, obviously, the how to. I think that's a really really helpful tip for a lot of people yeah. if they're if they're looking to get into what do I blog about? What do I what do I talk about? I think the how to video is is a dead on best bang for your buck. Yeah, and you know, it does again. It doesn't have to be a video. It could be a blog. Oh yeah, um, but you know, it could be just, a podcast. It's, yeah, it could be a podcast. <laughs> but a great thing to start with is how to. Right, and you know. Mixing in, you know, the current topics and trends is a great way to, you know, kind of alter alter the portfolio and keep people engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how to great place to start? Yep. Yeah, no, I think we just keep doing this every week, and I think we'll uh, we'll come up with some come up with a good. I, you know, I think we we've done you know pretty good for first and yeah. second one, and uh, if we keep doing it, you know, maybe people will listen and comment, and uh, I hope people listen. I hope so. But, uh, you know, we are up on iTunes now. We are. Uh, so you can download us. Uh, so you search Smarket Sites. Right. So S-M-A-R-K-E-T-S-I-G-H-T-S. Smarket Sites. Smart Market Insights. Right. That's basically where the name came All from. All smashed up, Smarket Sites. Everything else was trademarked. Yeah. <laughs> Market Sites <laughs> trademarked. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so go download us on iTunes, subscribe. Uh, that way you can get it weekly. You'll iTunes it basically just lets you know mm-hmm. uh, when a new one's available. Uh, so that's going to do it for episode two. You know, make sure you visit uh, the collieweb.com blog uh, because that's where uh, these are all posted as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can comment any of your thoughts and uh, you know give us some ideas too. We'd love to to hear from uh, from the people who listen. Yeah. A review. I mean, if we ever get a review on iTunes, come on, we're gonna, we'll be, we'll be talking about that. We will mention you on this podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for joining right, us for thanks. episode two, uh, and until next week. 